Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I am here with Ethan. Hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> from your favorite character actor, Ethan. Hey, it's me. I'm coming on down from the show. The show that you watch on TV. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito from Ham. <laughs> Should have been you, Deandra. All right, we're All right, going so, that uh, Yep, and so then... Uh, now it's me. Rick and Ricardo. Come on, Herc, grab your sword. I'm giving one less hope, and I hope it's you. I guess I guess everybody's Danny DeVito. This is the Danny DeVito cast. Danny DeVito coming in. <laughs> I hope that's how Danny DeVito, like, <laughs> when he shows up at your house, he goes, Danny that's DeVito coming in, and he just pushes past you. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, Mr. Not, 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 hey, you got any ham? That's not, that's not his house. That's not your house. That's that's his house. That's how he, that's how he, that's that's how he, how he returns. He's like an uh, announcement. Yeah. Just like, hey, what's up? I'm home at my house. I paid money for. <laughs> Dan DeVito coming in. <laughs> I talk in the third person now. It's a thing I'm trying out. It's cool and fun. I like it. Just like I like my movie Twins. Remember when I was in the Batman? I played uh, an unlikable politician that got elected. How could that be possible? I liked working so with Christopher Walken, so but fantastic. that guy, he talks weird. Unlike me, I have a normal voice. <laughs> Everyone talks like this. Get your sword. All right, all right. That's enough of that. Thank you very much. Well, um, well, I'm been thoroughly derailed about what I was going to talk about. Video games that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't played any video games this week because I've been moving house, and that was took a lot of time and energy. So I'm tired. So you've now. been playing Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, the movers came in, and I turned on my. I got my little Bluetooth speaker. Wow, where do you blasted, codes? I blasted the Tetris. <laughs> I blasted the Tetris. You song did a microtransaction to get those movers yep. to fix your Tetris. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean that's and nice. Then, <laughs> and I put on a loop for thirty minutes, so they, well, they worked. Honestly, movers are probably the way to go if you can afford it. I I I don't I'm not gonna pretend I can normally afford it. This is something that was a special situation due to moving for work, so that's why. Cool. Like, I had movers. Yeah, I mean that's the obvious way to go because then you don't even have to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Win, that's win. the best way. That's the best way to go. <laughs> All right, but Ethan played like every video game that ever existed, including oh. one, including one that I take a lot of problems with. But let's go ahead and get started oh, with the one what? that I don't have any problems with. Oh, I think I know Mario, which one you're talking Mario about. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Okay, uh, that How, is a Switch what are you, game. It is a Switch game. Thank you. Matt We've has talked, talked about, about it. On this it. Um, yes, I really like that game a lot. Except <laughs> for some things that I don't like. Oh man, oh, these hot wow. takes. These are so, very things the I nuance. like. I can se- I can smell the nuance. It's fresh. Things I like. It's a fun puzzle XCOM. It's a fun puzzle XCOM. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, on the back of the box it says it's, it's a, a fun. fun dot dot dot. I enjoy <laughs> Mario and Luigi shooting rabbits. I think that's yeah. fun. That's a fun that's- thing. 
pretty fun. What, 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 what world are you in? Near the end of World 2. Oh, okay, you're further than me already. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Um, yeah, I sat down to mode through that game. Um, although it does feel like it will be better on short bursts. Yes. Because here's the problem with the game. The problems I have with the game is everything around the actual battles is kind of meh. It's not fun. It's just kind of like, here, do this like very simple block puzzle of moving these blocks around and kind of figure out how to get to the next area. And they're simple, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just not what I came to this game for. I came to this game to play tactical battles that are actually really well done. And I like the mechanics of trying to figure out which character to move first. Put your character here, then you try to execute like this crazy jump combo that yeah. a bunch of people like. That's really neat. I like the I like the flexibility that it gives you that you don't get um, with uh, like XCOM. Like of like you can move and then shoot. You can shoot and then move. You can like you have like your movement options are super wide. And when you do a jump or a, a bounce, yeah, on somebody it kind of gives you, you everything. More you movement, get, like, like yeah, because you get like three actions per turn, which is pretty nice. Cause you get an action. Yeah. Uh, an attack and the movement um which is cool so trying to figure out the best way to optimize that and combo together is i found very enjoyable yeah for sure um i don't like how you can only have three characters on the field i don't know if that changes at some point but like i i know i've already unlocked like up to six i think um because mm-hmm. i got the uh mario rabbit man yeah. and he's really cool but also i kind of miss like peach rabbit you know i kind of miss all these other characters like I know it kind of encourages you because there's no actual like permanent healing per each section of a level that you can kind of switch between. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of encourages you to swap in characters with more health, which is fine. But I don't know. I just feel like it would give, be more interesting to just maybe like four squad team. Maybe sure. at some point. Maybe at some point it does that. I don't know. And, I don't know. I and can't, you can't. You, and you have to have Mario in your squad. At, yeah, that's at, another part that's a bummer. Time, is you have right? to have Mario. I mean, I like using Mario, but. I want to have some variety, you know? Sometimes I don't always want to have my favorite Italian Yeah, and Mario around. has to be in there. So you only get to choose really two characters. Is the Yeah, that, which it's kind of a bummer because it gives you a little uh, less variety because especially because Mario Rabbit's so much different. He has like a vampire gun that once he uh, gets vamp- casts a vampire effect on someone, like everyone who does damage to him heals. He's also a crazy tank and explodes when he runs into people. Like he's really cool. I don't want to use him, but I also like Peach because she can heal and that's really awesome too. Yeah, but you're going to, like, I think part of the strategy of the game becomes that it starts giving you more and more fights to go through before it heals you, and so you're going to have to start switching out characters. Yeah, I'm hoping it comes anyway. to that, because it's, it, I mean, the game is honestly really easy so far, and I know I heard it gets harder in World 3 is kind of when it starts ramping up, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, the thing around it, the little block puzzles you have to do are just kind of dull. They just don't make, they, I'm just kind of like a chore that I have to get through. I don't sure, like them at yeah. all. Uh, which is a real bummer because everything else about that game I really like. The music is awesome. The uh, writing is funny and weird. And it's just an odd thing to just have all these rabbits running around doing weird and things. Mario Mario. Just bla- Mario's just kind of blank. blankly staring just at them. Ex- acceptance of their existence. Just and, like, well, yeah, and this, we is, just my, being this like, is my life now. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, we so, but yeah, got I the, got the steely gaze. That steely gaze. It's so steely gaze. God, just the parts when you... Um, have like Mario and Luigi on Overwatch or whatever their equivalent is, Steely Gaze and Hero Watch or whatever it's called. And then you have someone with a knockback ability shoot someone up in the air and yeah, they just are like, the other one, and they just shoot, just yeah. murder this rabbit out of the air. And I'm like, oh, this is 
This is weird. I love it. Also, it's always a guaranteed hit because when you're out of cover, it's always 100% yeah, chance to hit. Yeah, that's another so thing just... I kind of have weird feelings about because I like that part because it's one of those things where it's like, I want my cake and to eat it too because mm-hmm. the 100% out of cover is nice because it gives you more of a tactical like, okay, well, if I move here, I'm definitely going to hit them. Move on from there. But um, the 50% stuff, like it's 50%. It's, if you think about it, it sounds at first glance, it's like, oh, that's a pretty good chance. It's like no, that's like one. That's a fifty-fifty chance, you know. That's yeah, not it's literally that a high. Coin, it's, literally it's literally a coin flip. Yeah. So there's so many times it just whiffs all the time, and you're like, oh well, that's yeah, lame. Like that, there's I've no way. Happen, to... I've had that happen to me too, though, where like the enemy whiffs on on me. You know, that's true. I mean, it, it goes both ways. True, but I kind of yeah. wish there was some way to improve your shot a little bit more mm-hmm. on that. You sure. know, as opposed Plus, to there, like there, there's also just like yeah, think about in XCOM where it's like, all right, 92% chance I'm going to hit this guy and somehow goddamn misses. So. Yeah, but I, to mm-hmm. me, that, that XCOM feels like a different game in some ways because XCOM is randomly generated while this is like a set puzzle you kind of have to figure out. In some ah, I see. Right? Because it's, a, it's much more binary in its percentages. So I think for XCOM that works because it brings tension to that sort of like randomly generated thing that's going on and it gives you your own story and kind of crafts that while this one is just like, Get through. Here's a section. Get through the section. Bam! You got it. Here's a perfect score, sort of right. thing. Um, right. So I feel like it's slightly different that way. It gives you a, a different. When I go to XCOM, I want that kind of like crazy story where it's like, oh man, how's my weird Bob Ross character gonna do against all these aliens? Like, what is he gonna do? Right. Is he gonna be friends with this guy? I mean, I'm. Um, I don't know. But in this game, it's like I just want to try to do it as efficiently as possible, which also. It just scratches a different itch in sort of the same vein, if that makes any sense. Sure, sure. Um, that's why I like about it. And I was like, that's portable. Like, that's cool. I mean, I always feel weird giving points to, like, yeah, man, the Switch is cool on the Switch because you can just take it anywhere. But it's like, that is really cool because someone else could be playing yeah. something on a screen and I could just bring it anywhere and play exactly. this. This game I don't have to 100% pay attention to because it's turn-based. That's very nice. So I can, like, watch TV or whatever and, you know, kind of be totally abstracted um so i i really like the game i'm really uh uh digging it um i just wish and hope that i the, i mean um, it's it's not a perfect game by any means no it's just, it's just i think that what's so i think what the reason it got such a reaction that it did and i think it deserves a very it deserves praise but people were like mario and rabbits what the hell is this bullshit like yeah. you know what i mean like when it got announced mm-hmm. and then it's like oh it's good it's actually a good game that that's why i feel like it got Totally, and I actually do it think it's legitimately well. like a like the actual uh, combat and stuff like that is actually like really really good and some of the best um, style of it. But you know, it's just it's stuff around which yeah, where you're walking around sure. in the overworld is just not not as not as crisp. Yeah, I do like I the fact that totally the overworld that. actually just turns straight into the map, which is very nice and it's kind of fun. Um, as opposed to feeling like disconnected, like you enter this battle like in Fire Emblem, you're like, oh, here's this actual map. But in this one, it's like, oh, no, you walk into the map, and then when you're done, and you can collect all the coins manually by just walking around it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of neat touches like that. It really makes you kind of feel like you're in this weird world, um, despite it being very uh, static with the fact that you have, like, this little Roomba you're following around. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, the story's dumb, but it's fun, so I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah, the story is... <laughs> A weird it, it's a weird thing. it's weird fan it's a weird fan story in a lot of ways just kind of the way it runs yeah. unravels and like 
Bowser Jr.'s relationship to his dad is weird, and I don't know. I mean, but isn't it always? Isn't it always? I mean, isn't it always? I mean, is Peach's mom? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) she is, though. Are they going to bring that in? I don't know. Um... Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I just like that he has a cell phone. That's Bowser Jr. That's. Oh, are they implying that he's a he's a teen or what he's, he's, at this point or what? I mean, he's he's a bit of a teen, you know. He's a bit of a he's teen. Like, he, like he's kind of rebelling against his dad a little bit. His dad's like, "Are you? Did you do your homework or whatever?" And he's like, "Whatever, dad." Yeah. And uh, then I'm, trying tries, to, I'm trying. I'm trying to feed Mario over here. Gosh. He tries to see the anime titty on the. The, the fo- on the on the TV and then Bowser has to run and cover his eyes. <laughs> yeah, and put the parental controls on the switch. Yeah. Um, Bowser's just trying to be a good dad, you know. Yeah, just trying to be a good. Just trying to be a good. I dad. mean, at this point, his career hasn't really worked out the way that he thought it would. His career being taking over the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. So what else does he have to fall back on? Trying to marry Peach and raising his son, I guess. Yeah, he's just trying. To, he just want. He just wants a strong mother figure for his, you know, for his son. Has That's he all. tried? He's a single parent. Has you know? he it's tried? Hard. It's, tough being, it's tough being a single parent. Has know? he tried dating Birdo? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know a gender Birdo I don't, identifies I don't, with. I don't know. I, uh, Fluid. Or, very I mean. If we want to get into actual, like, the official Japanese manuals say that Birdo is a he, but is dressed like a woman, but mm. cross-dressing in Japan is is weird and has a lot of other connotations. And I think in America, it's always been a she, but then that makes me feel like, yeah, gender fluid is <laughs> the best way to word. Either way, this sounds like a you fun know, game. The, the, the gender identification and uh, sexuality of Mario characters is something that you can come to the Pixel Podcast for. Anytime, and we'll have our, our own every episode. Every episode where we talk about this, yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. Wait, didn't we talk about like the Toad and the Toadette situation? <laughs> I don't know. Are they, are they brother and sister? I or like I don't. Know. I don't know. There was a they're whole st- thing we had. Go look back in the archives. I'm sure. I will say you're stuff. rescuing Toad a lot for Toadette in this uh, Rabbids game. So yeah. I mean, of course, that could be brother sister. That's fine. Alrighty, what else you played, Ethan? You played Resident Evil Seven. I did play. I did play Resident Evil Seven. So spooky, scary. I've been holding it in VR. No, I don't. The only way to play it in VR is with the PlayStation PlayStation VR, VR, I believe. Uh, They actually, I actually did see a deal right after I bought Resident Evil. I was like, buy PlayStation VR, get a free Resident Evil, and I'm like, that's because "Mm." they're build. That's because they're building a new PlayStation. That's a good point. Yeah, that's is that even in the news? Do we put that in our? I don't think so. It's it's very minor. It's a minor update. Minor, minor thing is like it's not like a new. Yeah, it's not like a brand new like the new PlayStation VR. It's just like, hey, we're updating the existing model, fixing a few problems, better stuff in the inside. Yeah. It has the like um, headphone HDR, yeah, he- earbuds built in or whatever. Yeah, like a lot of nice, HDR nice quality support. Considering yeah. how I hear that headset is the most comfortable, I've actually, I actually did use it once and did like it a lot. Um, it makes sense to kind of like upgrade that, you know. Anyway, oh, you're right. Resident Evil Seven. So, I played Resident Evil Five a lot with one of my friends. We played this it three multiple not- times. I don't think this is comparable. So here's the thing: is it's not. <laughs> it's like it's They're very very inter- different games. It, it's it's very interesting how 
at first, it's very much like they even have that part. I remember, um, were you there when we played the demo? I think you might have been there when we played the demo. I, I think I saw, so I forget who I saw play the demo. Um, it might so have even it, been it does Alvin. Have, it does have parts of the demo in it, um, which was very interesting, but they changed it in certain ways, which kind of threw my expectations off. So there's a lot more gunplay than I was expecting. There's not a lot, and the guns don't do very much, but they're in there. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing that's weird. Um, the main character's name is Ethan. <laughs> So that's very strange, <laughs> playing that, and then having like characters talk to you, be like, Ethan, save me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure, whatever, bro. Uh, it kind of adds another level. But um, first thing off the bat is it's very cool to have a high-budget horror game come out that looks freaking crazy good. Like, yeah. This game looks really, really good. And um, very nice gross. And gross. Yeah, I was going to say very nice gross. gross. It's just so much like um, dismemberment that's disgusting looking, and just like even and the food like, that everyone's eating. Yeah, I was like, gonna say just like gross cockroachy ki- kitchens and stuff. Like yeah, that. just nasty things like that, and it's like it's a weird mix between like the settings of kind of like their own imagination, and then coming back to Resident Evil, where it has like. You play it and you're like, oh man, this is very Western influence of like modern, like, uh, you know, amnesia. And I, I guess PT is kind of um, the one that everybody kind of immediately yeah. gravitated towards. And, it, and it's sort of like that, but then it has these weird ties of Resident Evil still in it. Like the inventory management is uh, very slot based. You kind of uh-huh. have a very limited amount and you have to store. You go to a answering machine to save your game. Uh, you have to combine items together to create like medicine. You hit a button to heal yourself. Like, it's very much old. And some of the enemies later on, at least the parts I played, I haven't played a whole lot into it, maybe like three or four hours into it. Um, Are like surprisingly, there's a lot of callbacks to the old Resident Evil, and you kind of see how Mm -hmm. it's tied together and why this is called a Resident Evil game as opposed to Spooky Scary Hillbilly Simulator. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a lot of the aesthetics are very. It seems like they're very influenced by Western things, like um, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-huh. It has a lot of vibes going with that. Um, but it's interesting because you talk about like the gunplay and how it, there's more of it in this than you expected. I think that the DLC that's coming out for the game is like very much like combat based hmm. to the point where you're getting like automatic weapons and stuff. Interesting. I mean, I could see that working for the game because it's not bad gunplay. It's just there. And it's just, I don't know. It just feels, the thing about the gunplay, though, is it's all very helpless feeling. And uh-huh. because all the enemies are very resilient due to some reason I have not learned yet. And obviously won't, ex- is, won't spoil on this podcast. What, what, like, yeah, what part, how far are you in the game, would you say? Uh, well, I don't know how long the game is. I know it's, like, not super long, but it's a decent length. Um, but how many hours would you say you're in? Probably about four hours, maybe or so, yeah. four or five, something Seems like, like that. Seems like a decent little chunk. I mean, like yeah, this it's a game is chunk. This, this game is much more. They clearly took a took a a page out of like the Amnesia, definitely, and other and other and since Amnesia, you know, every other horror indie horror game that's come out since then of just like you have very few enemies, but they're very powerful and and or unkillable depending on yeah, and depending unlike on the most and... horror games like uh, even so- Soma or Amnesia, where it's like oh, you get caught, you're dead. There's a lot of ways to kind of get out of that situation. Um, 
by but using, still, but, like, but, like, terrifying. but it's still terrifying because there's no way to stop that situation. There's no way to be like, okay, I'm going to be safe when a creepy hillbilly man is like coming after you. Uh-huh. It's like you only temporarily solve that situation for now, and there's like maybe a quiet zone where you don't have to worry about him, him coming to get you or whatever for a bit, which I think is really cool. And the other thing I really like about this game is there's like some old school, um, kind of like key puzzles like in resident evil where it's like find this key over here come over here and like collect these things and you kind yeah, of have to there's go like exploring this, like you have to get a crest from over here and it's mm-hmm. like all very like it like i've seen some of the stuff like it's all very weird like there's like a spider key that you have to get yeah or whatever that opens and there's up, like, like a really weird looking spider door and stuff yeah and it's like get all these different um heads the Cerberus or whatever and like collect them throughout the thing and then you can open this door and it's like that's just I don't know it's just it seems simple but it's a fun way to just kind of engage with this environment that you have to explore uh. while also having the tension of like man if I walk in this one area I'm screwed because the scary man's gonna pop out and go through a door and like bust through a wall and it, it's great because there's just <laughs> I I almost want to spoil this part but it's just the wackiest weirdest thing is like this one encounter the first spoilers, like, main spoilers, encounter spoilers. i'm not gonna spoil it but there's the first main encounter with the hillbilly man is ridiculous like the main encounter where you're stuck in a room with him it just turns into some wacky shit like it's just super weird and it reminds you like oh man this is this would never fly in like a western style game <laughs> but in a very uh but like a japanese game that's so it's not going to go game. in the re- a Western style. Okay, I thought you meant like it's not going to go in the new Red Dead game, and I'm like, no, yeah, that, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be in. <laughs> that's totally like a weird vibe that I'm getting because like all the all the voice actors and the and like the the characters in the game all feel, and even the settings all feel very Western. But then yeah. it's like the way certain characters act and some of the things that I've seen happen definitely do feel like a little off the wall, like like a Japanese developer would do. And that's why So it's like a weird disc it's like a weird yeah, it's a weird like dissonance but it almost all I works. Hear, all, all I hear is just just you wait until the end of the game because apparently it gets it gets it weirder. I'm excited. Um it's super fun. I've been playing it with some some friends hanging out on the couch and playing it and um it's been I feel a lot like that's the only that. way I could play uh, spooky having, like, games. Yeah, basically, like, that's the only way that I've ever met. Like and like I'm not even the one playing it. I usually am the one watching it. Especially because I'm a scaredy cat and I mean, yelling, this game honestly hasn't scared up. me that much, but there are there have been a couple of jump scares. Makes all sense. Right, all right, oh, Ethan. Well, you've played a six-year-old game here. Anyway. Um, well, you going to go ahead and talk about it, or are we going to just skip it? Until later. He's not even oh, answering God, me. Ethan, are you there? All right, moving on. Uh-oh. Madden 18. Yes. Guys. Well, here, hold on. Oh, wait, uh-oh. Uh, I see. <laughs> Second time in a row, yeah, Ethan has is... yelled, my internet. On, on our on our group chat here. That, it's that data cap he's got hitting him hard. Yeah. There it goes. Um, hey, there, right. go. there we are. Yeah, all we're right. Just talking, we're just talking about Madden 18. We were about to start talking about Madden 18, wait, so we'll, I'll talk a little bit about this, and then we can get back to this weird choice that Ethan's made. Um, what weird choice? God, don't worry I'm, about I'm, it. I've been don't disconnected. Worry about it. Ah! Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I can still hear him. So, are you, Ethan, are you there? Yeah, you guys can't hear me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I we can, can hear you. Yeah, All right, you so. I'm disconnected. Anyway, whatever. Madden 18. Guys, it's a football game. This is oh, a fo- I want to play it. This is, this is a football game. It's 
if How good you played is it? last year's if you played last year's installment, there's not much different here, but it's still a very a story very mode. very 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 good game of football. But yeah, the one main difference is that uh, Madden 18 has included. Like I feel like a um like for example the NBA 2K series has has kind of been moving more in this direction but uh single player uh story mode and this mm-hmm. long pl- shot baby yeah it's called long shot long shot yeah and um it is way 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 more competent and like actually engaging than it has probably any right to be <laughs> in in a Madden in a yearly Madden game. That's cool. Um. So yeah. So the long shot it mode puts you in the shoes of a um of kind of like a fallen from grace like college prospect by the name of Devin Wade. Uh, his father, who is played by. I know I'm gonna mispronounce this name, but Mahershala Ali, the guy, he's the guy, the of... Oscar winner from Moonlight, right? Yes, yes. yeah, he's the one of them from, Moonlight. and also in Luke Cage as well. Um, he's in House of Cards. Uh, he plays Devin Wade's father, who tragically, which is at the point they I'm at, him in for a couple hours, so he has to die. <laughs> which at the point I'm in in the story, I don't know exactly like what happened, but apparently his his father mysteriously died just as his college career was starting and so he only ever played four games in college before like ju- like like falling out of the sport but then he mm. um basically the story starts with you and your best friend uh Colt Cruz who was an- was one of your high school teammates you're going to an NFL combine like an open tryout um, and while you're there, there are some TV producers who are scouting for a reality TV show called Longshot, and they basically pick you up, and you're part of the show that's going to basically take one kind of, uh, you know, fallen, like, again, fallen star, and try to work them up to it's get an NFL. TV. Yeah, to get the NFL try. Yeah, it's... But it's very interesting, like, the way they worked that reality TV angle. It's not just, like, a straight-up, like, one-to-one, like, oh, now you're in a reality TV show. There's a lot of weird, like, like, stupid politics happening behind the scenes with, like, a director that doesn't really understand, like, the the producer doesn't really understand the sport of football at all or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, they've got this kind of grizzled old coach who's, like, signed signed a contract and, like, now he's kind of like being almost blackmailed about being blackballed from ever like going back into the NFL. If he like, if he doesn't follow what the producer wants to do. And then you have Devin, who's just kind of like this, this good guy who nobody really believes in because he is looked on as like a quitter because he, again, was four games in college, uh, on the, the university of Texas. That's the interesting thing about this too, is that it it uses a lot of, um, like real life college stuff, and they, I know mm-hmm. that EA used to make the NCAA games, but then that kind of got pulled back when it was like that hey, whole scandal came out. Yeah, it's like, like we really do take advantage of these college players by like yeah. including their light, like kind of likenesses in this game, but not really paying them anything because we can't pay them because they're not supposed to be paid to do it to do anything. To students, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just really it's it's cool. Like it is a lot of 
Telltale style, um, not only uh, dialogue choices, but a lot of the gameplay is very quick time based, like a like a Telltale style game, and like a Telltale game, your decisions as well as your performance during uh, quick time events does change other characters' perception of you. You have an ongoing scouting report that, like, uh, will tell you, like, stuff that you did in the story. Like, for example, there'll be, like, a... You'll have to do some play calling, and then you'll have to go and watch tape and, like, identify different assignments, like, in the... It's, in... it's cool that they, like, went and above and beyond, like, hey, just play some Madden, but also there's cutscenes in between. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It's it's really neat. Like, I like it a lot. I've actually learned a little bit about football. Like, I, I consider myself fairly well-versed in football, but, like, things like play calling and stuff, like, I never understood what a lot of these names meant and straight up in the story mode without feeling very, without feeling like, that's the thing is like, this thing is really well written. I was very Mm. surprised by, there will be the occasional clunky, like, um, reference to current NFL stars or whatever that has to kind of like nudge you and be like, Hey, remember this is a Madden game or, uh, but sometimes, but for the most part, when you're having, like, play calling explained to you, it doesn't feel like the game is saying, and now you, the idiot audience, who might not know how this situation works, like, here's how call is, like, here's how play is called in the NFL. It feels very natural. All the voice acting is very good. The graphics hold up to their end because, mostly due to a lot of really good facial animations, like, I feel like everybody... Well, most developers at this point have really gotten that that tech in their studios now, where the facial like facial capture looks really really good. Um, I don't know, it's just fun. I've I've played like a couple hours of it. It says I'm like forty three percent, so it looks like it's not much longer than like six hours, maybe. But yeah, here it's not super long, but but that's but that I feel like. If it, if it lasts six hours, that's as long as it needs to be. Because right now it's telling a very good story with just enough like gameplay to and feeling like you have agency over the story to make you feel like uh, like you want to see where it's going. It's, sure, it's, sure. It's neat. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's not. I've heard it's not super long, but I I've do, heard it's good. I, that's the thing is, I think I couldn't justify like paying full price for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey friend, if you let me borrow the game, I totally <laughs> play that. <sighs> I do fool. actually really want to play that game, uh, because I like a lot of the stuff that I heard about Longshot and the fact that it's like kind of Friday Night Lights esque, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah, um, it even has like one of the same actors in it and like some of the similar like uh-huh. soundtrack, which is really weird. Yeah, like uh, that was a there's like a really neat character moment early in it where when you and Colt are like driving, or Devin and Colt are driving to the the combine. That it's like they're just listening to the radio, and it just feels like a very genuine moment where one of them starts to sing, and then you get like the option of like, do you want to join singing it, and like singing with them, or do you want to just be tell them to shut off the radio? And I'm just like, oh no, we're singing this, and it <laughs> and it just felt it felt neat. And there's even like a big sequence too where that was like the longest gameplay section where you're playing in high school like and the the commentary of like the high school 
like the two high school like dudes that are doing it like it's it's these two guys from like the community who are just doing commentary over this high school <laughs> game that's and pretty like they're you know they're like this small texas uh high school and they're just like now you gotta get out there and try mrs jones brisket mm. out in the parking lot she was serving it before the game I gotta tell you, I took the home four plates. Anyway, here's Devin Wade. <laughs> He's lining up in the shotgun now. And so it's it was it's nice. it's fun. It's neat. It's a it's a neat game. Um, yeah, I I agree that like if you if this is all you're looking into for the game, then it's probably not worth the full sixty. But yeah, that doesn't um, sound like a, the selling point. But so, it seems neat. Yeah, and it's it's neat to see if this is where they're going for in the in a yearly installment basis. Like, it's something neat to look forward to, other than just like the four gameplay tweaks that they yeah. put into the game. And oh, yeah. hey, it's the new roster of guys that that just came out. It's you gonna know? be tough to make a new one of those type of story modes every year, though. Totally. So, like. But with me, but with EA's budget, I feel like they could probably get a writing team together Hopefully. each each year. I mean, how many different stories are they going to be able to tell, though? I don't know. You're right. At some point, it's almost <laughs> like at some point, man, it needs to evolve again. What are you talking about? Never, never, never. Maybe. Never. Um. All right. Ethan, what's this thing that you've written down? So, uh, my girlfriend really wanted to play Skyrim. And I was like, all right, we'll play Skyrim. And I found out I had the special luckily, edition. It's, luckily, it's on every single it's on, thing it's on Switch that you yet. could possibly I'm waiting, ever. I'm waiting for Man, Donna. I used to like your girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember, yeah, remember, remember when Ethan did a cool person? <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, but so, okay, so, mean. so are you are you no, actually the one awesome. playing? Are you the so one actually it, playing Skyrim? She's or? playing a majority of it, but then when combat gets too complicated or whatever, I'll, I'll uh, take over at some point. Cause she's just not used to like first person kind of controls. And turn on uh, that third person camera. It's it great. doesn't help that much. <laughs> <laughs> it's still the same sort of garbage. No, um, turn that. It's a uh, great, great, great. So she enjoys like having like character and like building them a certain way and all that stuff. And I'm just like, all right, if you. Going is too tough. I'll try to jump in here. And, How's the special? Uh, How special is it? So, uh, the special edition, this is apparently a free upgrade that came to Skyrim. Uh, maybe about a year ago it came out. And it basically allows like more details. Like, the, they changed the water graphics. They put God Ooh. Rays. Um, they put all that good they stuff. They basically in. like added a bunch of the things that the mods added. Yeah, or the PlayStation 4 version and uh, Xbox One version have in it. Um, they added all that stuff, and it's it's just very interesting going back to this game because I remember was it came out about five years ago or something like that, five or six, and just seeing kind of how open world games have evolved, sure, in a lot of ways of just like <laughs> the the way they have like mis- it's just the fact that anytime you talk to anyone, Wait, can I can I going backtrack for a quick second? Yeah, did she want to play Skyrim because she'd already played it before and she really liked it, or did she want to play Skyrim? Like what was the like? Was, I think, is there? I think she watched someone else play Skyrim and was very interested in like, oh well, finally I can play that. I know someone who has this game. I can play it. Um, ah, sort of thing where it's like I can finally enjoy it. And she likes the uh the fact you can kind of do anything in that game and become anything. Um, and there is a fun 
aspect of exploring everything and kind of looting through everything and finding like the good stuff like that's a fun thing but um it's just weird how like you talk to everyone and like the dialogue options are so much like yes you can join this quest i just met you would you like to help on this it's like Mm -hmm. uh, i don't know especially coming off of like the witcher which i kind of felt like gave which is really good it may i think the thing is is almost like ricardo doesn't like this game is that your character's such a blank slate that it's bland to the point of like you can kind of do everything you're just kind of a a like your character's just a vessel for you to kind of act out your Mm -hmm. power fantasies which is fine if you're into that sort of thing but it kind of doesn't give you weight to anything like Mm -hmm. in the witcher it's like oh man he's this guy he does this thing he's gonna go do this uh you know, he's going to go rid this area of ghouls because someone requested it, and that's what he does. He's a witcher. And this, it's like some ghouls. person just founds you, finds you and is like, hey, I want to, uh, uh, I got this, uh, this tree's dying over here. You want to go fix it? And it's like, uh, sure, why not? I guess I'll help fix it. It just seems like your character's just kind of like a dumbass that just walks around and is like, hey, I'll <laughs> yeah, do like, this for you. I'll do that for you. Sure, like, what whatever. is the impetus for you to, to do that? Like, there's I mean, one quest. A, you're the dragonborn. I remember if you're in the, um, I remember doing this when I first played Skyrim is there's a, a quest to do, get into the Thieves Guild. And you have to, like, this person comes up to you and is like, hey, you want to, like, steal this thing? And at the time, I was like, oh, that's fun. Like, I want to join the Thieves Guild. But now I do it now, and it's like, I have no desire to join the Thieves Guild. She has no desire to join the Thieves Guild. I walk up. He's just like, you want to, like, steal some stuff? It's like, you do, yeah. right? You want to, like, do this thing? And it's like, no, I really don't. It's like, okay, cool. Well, I'll be here waiting if you ever want to do a thing. And it's like, you didn't really agree to it. You just kind of tolerated uh, yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, now it's a quest in your thing, and you can do it. And it kind of, I don't know. I, I, I do see a lot of your arguments of why you don't like this game, Ricardo. But I will say one of the things that is very cool about it is the uh just kind of being able just the amount of like items and the alchemy and all that like all the crafting and stuff is very cool how it's very low bar to entry sort of thing yeah like that was always one of my weirdly favorite things to do in like skyrim was like just go to alchemy table and be like what if i do this (laughs) with this what did that make yeah what did i do this with this like collecting all the weird plants and stuff like it's very it kind of just felt very uh, empowering in a lot of ways. While mm-hmm. your actual character interactions, everyone just felt very stilted and just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. They're just there for you. Like they're uh-huh. not really. They don't really feel like they're living. Yeah. And again, I'm, I I feel like the best parts of that game are when the world feels more like a living, almost dangerous entity, which is I feel like yeah. it doesn't doesn't do until the dragons start showing up, and then stuff like. Stuff like the um, uh, like the hangover quest, where you're literally just in a bar, and the dude's like, hey, you want to have a drink with me? And I'm like, I, I guess. And then, like, a mission will will start, like, like it, you'll, you'll pass, literally pass out, wake up in a different location, and now it's like, what the hell just happened, or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Less of, more of that, and less of, like, the guy that runs up to you, and is like... I've heard of a thing. It, it's over here. You Let's talk to you. You, you. you look special for some reason. It's like, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. It's still, it's still a neat game, and it does make me kind of like, I like the, the, the skill or the magic system. Kind of, I love the leveling up system in that game. Where it's mm-hmm. like, you do a thing, and you level up. And depending on how many times you do a thing, you're better at the thing. Like, that just makes sense. It's just a really fun way to do things, and you level up your overall abilities. 
But just comparing that, especially after coming from Breath of the Wild, like half of the game is just trying to figure out how to navigate up a damn mountain. Uh huh. On like when you play Breath of the Wild, it's like I don't know, just go that mountain, dude. Just have fun. Just chill out, bro. Yeah. When you, when you get that waypoint on your map that you have no idea how to get to, and it's because literally the game has like two narrow paths to get up to wherever that is you're trying to yeah. get to. And the it map just, sucks. It's yeah, a bad the map. map. The map is dumb. It's it's almost useless. There's no pass or anything. It's just like, I don't know, here's a 3D map, I guess. Figure it out. <laughs> um, So that's been interesting. But uh, yeah, playing that game, that game's cool. Probably we'll play more of it. All right, Ricardo. Yeah. Let's let's get to it. Let's get down to it here. Let's hear. Are we, we if everyone follows Ricardo on Twitter, they might have seen a little mini rant he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But let's go ahead and hear it on the audio version because um, you played Life is Strange. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't episode know. one. And, and, and I mean, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, now it's been a little while since I played the game. So is it the? I will say this too. Uh, probably the weakest episode of that game. Okay. Well, fair enough, but it is also the the one that introduces it's one that you starts. to the game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, I'll say this about Life is Strange. So, I think that of these type of games, as someone who, again, has just now started to play, like, another almost Telltale-style uh, adventure you game. You played a lot of the Telltale Matt. games. Yeah, I played a lot of those, and, and again, the Madden 18 storyline uh, feels very much... Uh, Influenced by that sort of thing, as does many uh, uh, elements of Life is Strange. But where Life is Strange, I think, does the that type of game more of a service is with its rewind mechanics. So, I mean, everybody, I feel like, knows what Life is Strange is at this point. Uh, you know, it's a story about a young girl living in Oregon, I believe. Arcadia Bay is in Oregon? I don't know. Um, and she gets these weird time rewinding powers. She sees a vision of the town being destroyed by a tornado, and then stuff stuff happens. But anyways, you have this time rewinding power, and it allows it's you true. to in to influence the story very like intelligently, like the way that other Telltale games do is they present you with two choices and none, neither one seems super obviously the right one or the wrong one. It's a lot of preference and then it ends up, you end up making a decision and it's not and it really... doesn't matter. And it, well, it doesn't matter, yeah. That's the thing. is like down the line it ultimately doesn't matter but initially sometimes you'll make a decision and it will do something that you didn't really intend it to do, you didn't really mean to make that choice, but then you just kind of have to live with whatever consequences that happen. Well, in Life is Strange, they give you the opportunity to look at both sides of the coin, and if you make any kind of major decision, you can just always rewind and see what things kind of maybe would have immediately generated from the other decision. Right. Um, obviously... And I think I yeah, go on. Uh- Oh, go! I think go on with what you're going to say. I was going to say, obviously, it doesn't, it's not like, uh, this is literally how this whole thing is going to play out at the end if you made this decision, but it still at least gives you enough of, like, a feeling and, um, kind of enough foresight to be like, uh, well, maybe that's not what I wanted to do, but there have been plenty of decisions that, like, I made them. And then the first time I made him the first time, and I was like, "All right, that's that's the one that I'm sticking with." 
Yeah, and I think I, I, I and I just to say like I really like that part because it, it gives you a couple options, mm-hmm. but but and you can see the immediate reaction, but it's still it like some people might say like oh well, the nice thing about the Telltale games is you got you got to stick with your decisions that's what's gonna happen totally totally but, but this still gives consequences to those decisions uh-huh. just, like you get to see the immediate reaction and then perhaps later on. But after you can no longer rewind back to that decision, you'll uh-huh. face other consequences uh-huh, for that. Yeah, as well. and I and I do enjoy the way some of the like some of the mechanics of the game interact with that rewinding system. Like the way that you can like say you want to look at some documents, but oh, you knock the documents onto the oily floor, and and you know that's obviously gonna look like you tampered with them. Well, you can still, like, look at the documents and then just rewind back to a point before you drop them on the floor. And now you'll still have that information because you've seen it, but you won't, like, again, you, you'll you'll have influenced the game differently or whatever. Yeah. I think there's a lot of neat stuff uh, like that going on. Now, <laughs> now having said all that... Uh, this game is this the writing in this game is fucking terrible like this game is just bad like really bad when it comes to dialogue um it's just none of these characters are likable none of these characters are relatable none of these characters possess any kind of the qualities that uh makes me convinced that they're human um i feel like part of my issue with the game too is the fact that there isn't it's all like a single plane of just pretentious assholes in this <laughs> that make up the cast of this fucking game. Like there's no dips higher or lower. It's all everybody's just the same fucking pretentious asshole who uses the same kind of language that nobody actually uses in real life. <laughs> And it's just, this... like, there's nobody to latch on to. Like, the most latchable character is Chloe, and even she will get lines inserted into her dialogue that it's just like, this fucking writer just doesn't know how to not write like he's a fucking asshole, or she's an asshole, or whoever <laughs> the fuck wrote this this dreck. <laughs> like, it's just... I, I don't understand... Uh, how I, this is I likeable with you. Like, at all. I disagree with you quite a lot. I think you, that you you, somebody doesn't know how young people speak. I feel oh, like Oh, I'm not okay, I'm not gonna oh I'm not gonna deny that and I'm gonna first say I one, I do not know how young people speak, and two, I don't think they speak like this. Um but that's a thing that's a thing that all that so many writers get wrong in so many things that are still good. It's true, but like Riverdale Riverdale the show, which oh, is not a great example, has good... terrible has terrible, terrible dialogue. That goes the other way, still where it's like everyone but, uh, knows way too much shit. And yeah, everyone like everyone everyone knows making references to like nineteen sixties TV shows. Like what the f- no one no one knows what that is. No no sixteen year old kid knows what that show is. Yeah. See, and I, and I and I feel like that's like they they kind of work tr- they try to work around it in Life is Strange by being like, oh no, this is an academy, and they went specifically for you know photography art. and yeah, art, art stuff. and stuff like that. So like, of course, these people are gonna be like eccentric and and you don't and, even like you know, max you don't even like you don't like max that much? <sighs> max's voice actress is not very good wow she's not very good and again like she's delivering 
names and references of people and how much she loves it, but she's not convincing enough to to actually make me believe that she actually likes any of the shit that she's talking about. Instead, it just comes off again, sounding like, man, whoever wrote this sure read a photography book once <laughs> and really liked a lot of names in there. And it's just like, everybody talks like that. And it's like, it's not like if you came up to me in a conversation, we're like, hey, Ricardo, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just like Mick Foley and King of the Ring and the Hell in a Cell, and I'm about to come crashing off the top of that steel cage, a.k.a. my life <laughs> sucks. It's like nobody fucking talks like, here is the thing that I like, and here's five references to it, and then also a lameoid quasar fist, whatever kids say today. Like, fucking... It's so bad. It is so badly written. Uh, it's awful. I like, feel again, like I, I was playing... I feel playing like I'm experiencing... I feel like I'm experiencing what I would... If you were watching a Wes Anderson film. That's the so thing. I know, I know like, you have a similarly violent not, reaction not to a, his... Not a fan of Wes Anderson either. I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I, know you, I know you have a violent reaction to him as well. I was playing the game alone in my room, and there were several times... Now, I may have been drinking a little bit, but there were several times... <laughs> While I was playing it, where I literally just yelled at the screen, man, fuck this game, because I just couldn't believe what the characters were saying. Like, I couldn't believe what was I will say, being yeah, the, the, attributed this, to, to the way me. The char- I like the characters themselves, as you kind of get to know them a little bit more. Um, I, I kind of come around on most of them, but I will say that the way characters talk in that game is a little unrealistic. But for me, that wasn't a problem. I guess I just kind of got over it. Which is yeah, like, oh, same. Whatever, this is how people talk. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I, I'm I not totally I'm, see how that's distracting. Yeah, I'm not gonna defend the game. I I, I quite enjoyed. I think out of the three of us, I enjoyed the game the most. Um, and I know Ethan, you liked it, but uh, yeah, you know, ha- probably have more problems with it than I did. Uh, I am not gonna defend it and say that the writing is a a class like best writing in video games. That's not the reason I like that game. I think that the writing is good. Um, but I don't, I don't think one that it's realistic. I don't think that all the characters are perfect, but I agree with what you just said, Ethan, that the, 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 the first impression, I think the game is, and Ricardo, you know, maybe it'll be too irritating for you to continue. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's totally fair. That's, you know, that's you and your opinion. If it's not your game, that's cool, dude. But I think the game is setting you up a little bit. Like, yes, that's the, that's how the game is. Like the game shows like, like, look at all these pretentious characters and then, Uh The rest of those episodes go into looking more about what makes them tick as people a little bit. Um, I see. And, like, and, and, maybe, and maybe, maybe that's not enough as a selling point, but, but that's, that's kind of how I at least viewed it. Mm-hmm. And, and like that first impression is like, these are all, all these rich ki- douchebag kids. And then n- not that all of them are somehow, oh, it turns out they all have a heart of gold. No, it's not that. It's just that they, there turns out to be more to it than just that in most mm-hmm. in for most of those for most of those characters there's yeah. still one or two that i feel like don't get quite as much but and and, and again i i feel like um chloe and chloe, like and chloe is the best character Chloe's in the entire voice game. performance yes is probably the 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 saving grace of that first episode um i want to play at least one more episode just to see where like things if if things progress in a manner that seems like it's worth my time, but at, again, 
Right now, it's just like, fucking let the goddamn tornado just roll through town and kill everybody. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I don't don't care. (laughs) Did you do a lot of, like, talking to characters, like, extra more than required? Did you just, like, mainline the story part? No, I went around and, like, talked to different people and just fucking hated everybody. (laughs) What about the skateboard? What about the skateboard? The the fuck is... uh, Fuck that skateboard (laughs) part! <laughs> do a tray flip or no, no that's slide. What, that's the best that's the best that's the best terrible part in that in that whole thing of like of like you get it wrong originally because you just don't have the information wow, that you need. Wow, you're such a poser, man. And then, yeah, exactly. And then you rewind, and, and, and he's like, what tra- trick did I do? And you go, probably a tray flip. And he goes, I'm so glad you're not a poser. <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> that, I mean, no, that's... that's <sighs> but it's so bad that I laugh every time at that. It's just and then really there's that fucking me. douche with his little portfolio, and he's like... Excuse me, you cannot view my portfolio until you answer my question about who's my favorite do took the picture of the fine soldiers. And I'm just like, I don't know this bitch. And it's like, no, it's not it. So you don't get to grace my portfolio eyes. And I'm just like, okay, rewind. Is it this bitch? No, it's you're not right. You're not gonna... Fucking, I'll rewind. Is it this bitch? Oh, yes, you're so... You're so smart, Max. I always knew you had a higher intellect to FPS. It's like, okay, fuck off. I'm sorry I came over to talk to you. God damn it. Uh, man. I want you to keep playing and just make commentary about it. I, you know, yeah, I, I kind of... commentary track of... Yeah. Ricardo yeah, hate I, playing this game. Because I know a lot of people love this game, but also a lot of people hate playing this game because it's just... A lot of things about it are in the wrong way, so... Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I, I don't blame people for it rubbing them the wrong way and it not being their thing i think that like um i think that that's part of what the game is going for i don't think it always pulls off what it's going for either but it i think that's part of it it's and no I, tales it's, of the borderlands it's much more it's it much more the same quality <laughs> as the wolf among us and it's, it's not the, it's not the same quality it. as game of thrones oh god <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. i mean at least at this no, point, I wanted to play Game more. Game of Thrones is so much worse. Um, uh, well, we'll see. I would say uh, at least uh, this game ends well. Yeah, this game is a good ending. And also, you'll be happy to know that almost all those characters you talk to are not crucial to the game. Save a couple. And the main, the most of the game is just about Chloe and Max. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But yeah, like I said, don't feel free to stop playing if you want. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on the rest of it, but... Uh, to each their own on that one. That's it for video games, so it's time for the news! Uh, <laughs> what, was, what was that? Victory that's Screech! Little, 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 little. Hey, right. man, what Wait. is? Guys. Capcom makes a new fighting game edition. They said they weren't going to do that. But they did do it. But it's, they didn't well, really do. But they didn't really not, do it. They did it, but they I mean, didn't really do it. To be fair, okay. So Capcom today revealed Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, which yes. when I saw that on Twitter, I was like, "Oh man, can you finally buy an arcade cap?" No, you can't buy an arcade cabinet. But <laughs> it comes with an arcade mode, uh, an extra battle mode, and new V triggers for each character, which is interesting. Yeah, now um, everybody has two different V triggers. What? So that's kind of cool, I guess. But um, they're selling it is as that, a separate is that, package. Wait, is that, is that an arcade thing? 
Is it arcade? Do arcades have two? No, it's every. No, no, no. It's like now you know how every every character has like a a special ability that they can trigger, and during the match, and then they'll fill up, and then they can also do this thing called a V trigger. Um, is that is that a thing that the arcade versions have had? There, I mean, there was no arcade version of Street Fighter so Five. Why is this called arcade edition? I, this is because it comes with an arcade, well. comes with an arcade my... mode, uh, oh, and oh, also a thing because... that it should have included from the beginning. No, yeah, they included <laughs> it now. It does and seem kind of cool, though. It is does interesting. It, does it really? Because it's like it's a weird. Um, like each of the different arcade modes included in the game are like takeoffs from games in the series past. So like there's a Street Fighter arcade mode and a Street Fighter 2 arcade mode and a Street Fighter th- Alpha arcade mode and stuff like that. So it seems weird and interesting. Um, and I think the most like so this is a separate game that they're selling for thirty nine ninety nine, and it, you get all those those new inclusions, and also I believe the characters that they've unlocked thus far with yes, that thirty nine ninety nine, yeah, the, all the characters that they've released thus far. Um, but if you already own the game, you get everything but the characters. So yeah, I still think there's kind of a there's kind of a something you can push back there like uh, me. I mean the thing is that they said they'd never release an edition that wouldn't be compatible with the first one basically. true true but at Which... the same time I did pay $60 and then some for not all the characters and now somebody but you can, can also technically unlock all those characters for free Te- yeah technically, you're, you're, yes. you're right you're uh, you're so in some ways right. you still access all the content you just got to play a lot um mm-hmm. so I think honestly this isn't a bad move because if you bought the game now, you'd have to buy that. You'd have to buy the two um, DLC seasons to get all the characters. Like, it's a big uh, commitment. While now totally. they just like, here's a game that's $40. $40 is a reasonable price. It's not ridiculously expensive for a full game, and it comes with a bunch of stuff. Um, it- so I think this is just kind of their way to be like, hey, at tournaments, you just got to buy this. You know, Hey, if you want to get into this that game too, again, you just got to yeah. buy this. You get everything, and it's, it's not that expensive. You know, if you're an early adopter... You can unlock all this stuff, but eh, you're gonna have to work for it. So, or you just buy it, absolutely. You know? Or you just, so yeah, you just spend more you just money. Buy it. So it's up to you. I mean, maybe you don't want any new characters. Maybe you just want to play the original ones. That's fine. You do that. So I honestly think this is a perfectly fine way to do this. I don't think there's really any. any yeah, and I mean, it. I I suppose there is. You will then get pushback even on the other side of people that are like. If they did make it free to everybody, like, all the characters unlocked for people who already had the game, you'd have people that are like, but I actually spent all my money buying all these characters, and now you're telling me you just are going to give them away right now? Yeah, exactly. And so they would have to kind of make up a weird system of, like, okay, well, if you bought all the characters, then you get X amount of fight money or a special emblem Yeah, because, or like, people who bought like the that. deal, bought the uh, season passes don't have to pay anything, and they'll just get pretty much everything that's in the arcade edition. True. So, I mean, it all works out, kind of, so. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I think it's more of a testament of just how poorly they bungled the game in the beginning, that, like, totally. now it feels like this is... This feels like it's the true release of Street Fighter V, yeah. um, but it's uh, it's interesting. It'll I'll definitely 
pop back in the game to check out some of the new single player stuff, but I don't know if I like the game enough to um actually like jump back into it competitively. This actually did kind of remind but, me. I was like, "Oh man, we're all gonna get into that game again." Oh, but who knows? Uh, with the two V, the two V triggers thing sounds interesting. Like, I would like. It to sounds see. like it's you have to select at the beginning, though, right? Like, with yeah, V-trigger. totally. It's like it's like um, when Street Fighter Four, uh, when Street Fighter Four Turbo came out or whatever. I forget what the second edition of that game was. They included everybody had two critical arts, and you would choose oh. one at the beginning. And that's how that worked out. So this is interesting, especially if it fundamentally changes the way certain characters are played. Like, it could be interesting to, like, see if maybe I actually like some other characters now that it has, like, you know, they have a different ability. Or see how characters I already liked, like, how their second abilities work. Uh, It's kind of neat. Kind of neat, but also kind of like eh, uh, you could have could have probably probably. Hey, sign up for that Evo tournament. Get ready for next year. Yeah. Well, this is coming out, I think, in early 2018. So, uh, well, plenty of time to prepare. Plenty La- of time. Last week we talked about how I was sad that it doesn't look like Swery's game, The Good Life, is gonna happen. But he says it is. He really wants the game to happen. Like, really wants it to happen. I know. I know he does. And I feel in his in his hopeful little face on every Instagram picture he posts is is makes me sad because I'm just like it's not gonna make enough money. Uh-huh. Sweary. Uh, let's um, see. Sweary stated originally, and even now, I have been concerned. Uh, Swery said about the project's struggle to sway backers. Uh, This is Polygon reporting. I'm not going to give up, though. There's no way. I'm going all the way through to the end. Uh, He also down here says, uh, The guys at Fig did something really nice in that they only choose something that has been very exclusively selected. I don't know what that means. Only high, high quality, quality people are chosen to be. It basically able to means like they they pick and choose. The than... So he feels honored. It seems. Yeah. Everybody loves cats, right? And I want to make people happy, so I'm not going to let go of that. So Sweary really wants you. But to I don't know what that actually means. Like his game and to support his game, and he really wants to make it, but. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this fails. Like, how is he even gonna make the game? There's no way. There's no way, Sweary. Yeah, he'll do it. He'll find a way. He'll figure it out. Sweary uh finds a way. <laughs> Sweary uh finds a way. <laughs> uh, come on. Moving on find to somebody. Destiny on the Xbox. Guys, wait. This is n- wait. This is none of us. No, this is it is <laughs> story. Technically, it is me. Yeah. Wait, you're playing on PS4. I thought this. No, 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 no. This is Destiny One. Oh, if Destiny you play, One. Oh, if you're still playing G- Destiny One on y. the Xbox One, now y. you can finally get all the exclusives that the PlayStation Man, owners did. PlayStation, PlayStation really locked that stuff up too. Now yeah, that's. Now which that, makes it which makes it all but pointless basically, which is what a Sony would have exactly what Sony would have wanted. 
Exactly. So this is just really weird. Like, I mean, I guess it's good, but it's just a very weird story that now that Destiny has been out for, I think, is it a month or a little over a month now? Uh, Destiny 2, that is. That they are saying, hey, remember that first game that nobody's probably playing anymore? Go ahead and have everything now. Enjoy. Enjoy it now. Enjoy this extra strike. Enjoy this extra strike. Enjoy these exotics that you probably already have better things if you've been if you're still playing or even care about this game. Uh yeah, that's just really weird. It's really weird and it makes me feel like so then these exclusives that are currently on the PlayStation like just seems like they'll never in this game's life cycle come over to the Xbox versions or the well, are the P- is it is it console exclusive some of the stuff that's here on the PlayStation or is it or is it um just like exclusive to PlayStation for Destiny 2? I don't care. Do we I know? No, honestly. <laughs> we don't know. We just don't know. Uh I think that the, this definitely implies that whatever stuff that PlayStation does have for this one most likely will be locked up for a long while. Although, I mean, wasn't the stuff that was exclusive, like, really not even that, like, interesting? Well, I think or... that's what me and Ethan were getting at, is that, like, you know, it's a it's another strike, and it's a bunch of exotic weapons and armor that, like, you Aren't probably... That, that at this point, if, you're, if you had still been playing Destiny at this point, probably have stuff that is way better than what you're getting here. So, yeah. Weird stuff. Speaking of weird stuff and weird, uh, speaking of weird stuff, speaking of birthdays and the continuing saga of like, man, I don't know what's going on with YouTube and Nintendo. What the internet is, and that too. It's like kind of an intersecting point of two, like what the hell is going on? Um, so. There's the Nintendo's, uh, there's the Nintendo Creators Program, which I believe is a partnership. It, I, is it a partnership with YouTube? I believe it's a partnership with YouTube. Uh, sorta. What is what is the Nintendo Creators Program? I always forget about it. Okay. Uh, it's a partnership program with Nintendo, likely that so that. Okay. Uh, here we how, go. How how where are we where are we getting? Oh, that's right. Because before that, Nintendo monetized. Nintendo took all the monetization from anything that had ads. Mm-hmm. So if you put a if you put a thing on with a Nintendo game, and it had an ad on it, it Nintendo would take that money, right? And yes, then they exactly. launched this. They launched this program to be like, okay, no, we'll share some of the advertising proceeds with you if mm-hmm. you join this program. If you join, it's, it's it says here at the bottom of this article. To join Nintendo's yeah. creators program, creators must also be a part of YouTube's partners program. Meaning, so you have a total ten thousand views. Yeah, have ten thousand public views. Um, and so, and then also, you have to submit channels, uh, and or videos for monetization to Nintendo for the for their program. Mm-hmm. 
and it's 70% for channels and 60% for videos. Hmm. Now, here comes the weird part. Apparently, you cannot live stream games, Nintendo games, from your account uh, that is tied in with this partnership program. Even whether if it's, it's not, yeah, even, yeah, whether it's monetized or, or not, they will oh. not allow you to do this. What? And Nintendo's workaround is just do it from another just account. Just do it from a different account. So they don't have a, they don't even have, they don't even games. have a problem with you. Li- it's not like oh, no one can live stream our games, which would be bad. Any would that would be yeah. bad too? But like, it's not even like a oh, we don't want anyone live streaming the game, so no live streaming. It's like. You could live stream it if you want. Just use a different. What, why? Then why even have the rule? Yeah, it's. What is? It seems extremely arbitrary. It seems like. It seems like likely the North American teams that are like telling you to do this. Understand that it's a ridiculous claim, and that's why they're like, you. You just have to do it from a different account, dude. Like. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's been very clear from other things in the past that most likely it's Nintendo of America very much understands what is going on, and Nintendo of Japan is setting the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be the it seems to be the underlying implication, you know, it's uh, of these. It's bizarre. It's another weird thing that Nintendo, and it's just man. It's just weird. This is just a weird guess, thing. I ain't gonna live stream my rabbits anymore, though, man. You haven't well, been live streaming your yeah, rabbits. You, you weren't. You're not part of the Nintendo Partners program. Yeah, you can do, do it. it. I don't you just care. Can't you make, can you just it. can't make money off of it. Like, What's yeah. the point? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> All that fat cash is just what? gonna fat go streaming cash to waste. Speaking of Nintendo things that speaking are happening. Of, speaking of birthdays. Uh. So the Wii Shop, which I didn't even know was still going, uh, is closing. It's no longer going. It's going to be music. closing in 2019, so it's actually... That music will be lost to only the YouTube channels that have the Wii Shop music. Exactly. Aww. That music, as well as they are noting here uh, two more than 200 uh, virtual console games, which currently are... Uh, I believe a lot of these are not actually playable on other uh, Nintendo systems currently are just going to be like, there's no way to, there's no way to purchase or download these after, after this closes down, which you look at it and you're like, 2019 is a long time. Switch still hasn't really announced what the hell they're doing with virtual console. If it's like, if it's a thing that's happening, so there is certainly time for them to be like, actually, was it now your accounts crossover? Even though the Wii Shop does not have an account tied to your, the tied. Wii Shop doesn't, but the Wii U one, yeah, did. So the Wii Shop is yeah, the Wii Shop is locked down to that 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 particular Wii forever. So essentially, your games that you've purchased from the Wii Shop, are, you either already have them on that Wii or you lost them or already, or they're gone. After 2019. So that's an... This is an interesting little tidbit. Um, Let's see. Added note from Polygon. A few games listed below are now available on the plug-and-play Super NES Classic. 
So there are a few games on here that, hey, if you got that <laughs> SNES Classic, which, did any of us get that or no? I don't think so. Uh, nope. Not yet. I heard it's not. Eventually, we've been kind of discussing it on our own, but like, it's not very hard to get this time around. Doesn't seem. Seems like it's impossible. I think you can still get. I think it's still like a little bit like. It's tough, but it's like possible. Yeah, it's like the Switch right now, where it's like, oh, these are in short stock, but if you like, you know, do a little bit of online research, you'll you'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. What's this last story? The last story is Andrew House is leaving. Well, he's no uh, longer the president and chief executive of Sony he, Interactive Entertainment. He is going to be yeah. Moving he up. is he is currently well. It says he is currently he's moving into a chairman position, director and chairman position. Which is a chill position throughout the throughout the year through the rest of the year. But I believe yeah, this, after this, that this he is, is a leaving? really this is a. This is a freaking really. This is a really. Uh, misleading headline. On this well, Polygon article, it's it a says, bad article. It headline says here and, and byline or not House byline, will uh, remain on a direct. Okay, so basically, John Codera is going to become new. Uh, yes. Essentially, take House's position, and House exactly. is going to move into a director and chairman position through the year to ensure a smooth transition. Um. But after the year, I don't know what he is going to be doing. I don't see the part is where he... it says. I don't see the part where it says through the year. Uh, it says here in the second paragraph. It says House will remain on as director and chairman of SIE through. Oh, I see through, through the, the year. year. Yes, okay. Uh, let's see. It says the statement also, did not like, give a the, reason for the abrupt change. This... According to the corporate spokeswoman, House plans to spend more time with his family before starting a new career in the entertainment industry. So I don't know if he's even going to still be with Sony after this. Yeah. Interesting. It just like the the freaking deck for this story says out effective immediately, except for he's staying on through the year. So. But like well, he, his yeah, position it's, is it's out. It's true. He, I mean, he's he's, he's no like, longer doing his. Like he's no longer in his same position, immediate, yeah. effective immediately. But yeah, but he's, he's going to be in a like supervising position, yeah. basically. So I, I, how would you describe Andrew House? He's, he's the, the head guy, of he's the head of he's the head of PlayStation, and but he's basically. the guy like uh, in the press conferences. He's which guy? Because I was going to say he's, he's the, the he's Reggie. I was like he's he's the is Reggie. He Reggie. I feel like yeah. the other guy is he's, he's the guy who he's, like holds his hands like he's like holding like a little like a little bug. Oh uh, right, he's like guy. okay, he's like okay, he's like a Wada then. He's like a Wada or all whatever right, the other, he, the yeah, he's more like a Wada. Now, I'd say his name ever. Yeah, uh, he, he so he's the guy that took over after Kazurai left. Mm-hmm. Well, Kazurai, Kazurai, like head of everything. He's the head. Now, he's right? the head of. He's the head of all of Sony. Yeah. yeah. So, because um, it's Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer. Racer. <laughs> it's true. Everyone still won't ever forget that. Nope. Here's this giant enemy crab. Man, where is Ridge Racer? Did that kill Rage Racer? It got, it got eaten by Forza and uh, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo like, doesn't even, like, come out with a game, though. They're just yeah. like, hey, we're definitely making a game. We're definitely making it. And then it, like, never comes out. Nope. Never does. Gran Turismo. So, yeah. Weird shakeup at Sony, I, I guess. I don't know if it, how much this is going to affect anything, anybody's lives. 
besides his own. But <laughs> yeah, I hey mean, man, he's like been in he it. Won. He's been in it for a long time, so it's kind of it's yeah. He's he's been with PlayStation since the nineties, I think, or something like that. So he's been in the company for a while. But sayonara, sayonara. Uh, that's it. That's that's the news. all. That's it. That's all. That's all the stories there are. Um, nothing else to talk about. Nope. For the rest of the night. Rest of the evening. Nope. Rest of the trailer trash. Trailer trash. Oh no! I'm the head of Sony now. Get it up. Man, um, what a trailer trash we had this week. What a trailer trash. What a season. What a season. Um. Listen. Yes. Guys. Yeah. I'm not sure where to begin. <laughs> Hand of Fate 2. I, like, it's just like, okay. It was None like... these trailers... I want to be clear. I'm not like, I'm not like bashing on these trailers before uh-huh. we start. It's just that... I, I don't really know what to talk about with each of these. Hand of Fate 2. All right. Hand of Fate like, 2. like, hey, there's like some hack and slashy gameplay going here's on but some... also like there's a card thing that showed up in between here's this card let me spin it around cause I'm the card man and this is gonna show, give you got, this dude a mace and he's gonna use the mace and he's gonna smack people with it and then it's gonna be a lady with daggers attacking a troll for an uncomfortably long time as the trailer <laughs> ends yeah yeah I don't know I don't know what the game is I don't know what the first hand of fate was so it's kind of hard to judge by this trailer as it does seem like there's maybe some kind of card based element to it but it looks basically like a third person hack and slash game cool and that's about it flame vs blaze no it's not the hottest hit from Snoop Dogg and Friends. Was this a, yeah. <laughs> it is. Was this a Capcom thing? Who? who, who no, Square Enix. Square Enix. That's right. That's right. So Square Enix is like, hey, everybody likes MOBAs. Everybody is now making them on your phone because I don't know. It you seems can. like a thing you can do. Three v three. Here's ours. Play. It's three v three. You kill guys and you charge up your. Sp- your special titan man and he fights the other man and that's what you do anime anime that's it extinction (laughs) (laughs) yeah extinction so this is the new game from Iron okay, Galaxy. Okay, this game looked cool. I, I thought this game was cool. This game, this game, seems looked, this game like, reminded me of that Attack on Titan video game. This yeah. game seems like a neat idea, and if it's executed well, it will be very cool. So this is a game from Iron Galaxy. It's got a guy. He's like a assassin man with a sword, and he's attacking giant ogre mans. Oh, yeah. But it's there's probably more to it than that. Anyways, it's big guys. Like it's real. They're really big guys. Like they're big. Like they're really. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you got yeah. It's like Shadow them. of the Colossus style giant things. Except instead of the gameplay of Shadow of the Colossus of being like this like slow puzzle type thing, it's like how about you just jump and cut off their leg? Yeah, cut off their legs, free. Flip yeah. around all over the place and just like, like it, soar it, with, over it, with, his head. With, with cool mobility options, I feel like that could be a cool. That could. Uh, that could that that could work out really well. Uh-huh. Be a good a good game there. Yeah, I feel like it's it is all just gonna depend on 
the movement options and the feeling you get when you're fighting these big things. Like, if there's not a ton of... That was my one issue, is that, like, if there's not... if It, it just doesn't seem like there's enough weight, like, and enough mass to these guys that are, like, huge. Like, it's... The scale seems great, but also it's like, I want to feel like I'm fighting this big, weighty guy. I don't want to feel just like I'm fighting, like, a... Like a character model that's been blown up a little bit higher than most other ones. I don't know. It seems like a neat idea. I, w- I want to see how this turns out. I think it said it was early 2018 was when the yeah, game was coming Yeah, it was 2018 for sure. So this is something I'll be at least keeping an eye on. Indeed. Um, even if I'm not 100% sold on it just yet. Uh, here, here's another game that looked cool. Well, again, not, it wasn't like it was all bad games this week. The Well. <laughs> um, the Well was a VR game exclusively for Oculus... What's it? Gear VR. Uh, Gear VR. That's yeah. The Samsung. That's the Samsung one that you yep. put the headset into the phone into the headset. Um, it's a really cool art style. I think that's the thing I made. Mean, yeah. Out. Really dope art, cool art style. Like, it, there seemed to be some kind of like party system involved. Uh, there was really cool mechanics about like physically actually just looking at maps and books and stuff. It. I think the art style definitely sells the the entire thing, though. I don't know. Yeah. What What would you kind of most closely like, compare it, this to? Like, it looks like a JRPG style. in terms of like oh oh no, the, like sorry, the art style. Uh, art style, like yeah, the hmm, or in the blind forest, but not as painted. I guess it's like a like a three D yeah, version of that. Yeah. It had a bit of that look in it for sure. Honestly, it weirdly um, had. Like a color palette that reminded me of like Dota Two for some reason. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know that's not even. It's a little bit more cel shaded than that, but that's not even like not. That's not. That's not wrong for sure. It looks um, cool. Too bad no none of us will play it probably because yeah. it seems very specific the hardware that you need. Yeah, I bet it would come to other things eventually, but we'll see. Uh, Road Redemption, Road a game Redemption. that is not Road Rash, not at it's all. Totally not Road Rash. You're just playing as motorcycle guys, kicking each other into oncoming traffic and bludgeoning each other with bats. But it's not Road Rash. It's this, not. This, this this trailer is funny because it's just like I don't know. Just throw up some footage of the gameplay of <laughs> like not not that the, that the gameplay looks fun, but it's just like. There's like barely any presentation. Totally. Barely any music behind it. No like title card. There's no like, like like there's no like real context in terms of like is it a race? Is it just yeah, is it like it's, twisted it's metal? Just, you just blow up everybody? Like what is the what why are we doing this? But I mean I guess again like it banks the game this game is banking that you are a fan of Road Rash and you know exactly what you're looking at and you're looking for. So what you're looking for is just dudes cutting off other bikers' heads with samurai sword and also tasing them if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. There was some or, cool or, stuff. Or like there was like hitting a... them a baseball bat or hit blowing up a yeah. But there was like some cool stuff. There was like a there was like a parry system almost where it's like the dude was blocking the other guy's hits and then hitting them back and. There was, you could blow up. 
vehicles and stuff. You yeah, can plant I mean, bombs on on other cars fine. and stuff. I don't know. It looked cool. It looked neat. I want kind of want to play it, but I think it's only on PC. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed fine, but I don't think I would. I don't think I personally would buy it, but it didn't seem like bad. Loved Road Rash, man. That and there was a. Do you know that there was an inline skating? Uh, aggressive combat? inline. Well, no, aggressive oh. inline is great. Also, I love aggressive inline with that Hoobastank song in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was a there was a Genesis inline skating combat game similar to Road Ratch. It even had like a very similar graphical style where it was like it looked kind of rotoscoped, and it was called Skitchin. And essentially, what you're doing was you're trying to skitch from <laughs> skitch from one car to the next one, and then sometimes like your other inline skater dudes would get on the back too, and then you'd have to like punch them, and then they'd be like, "Oh God, I'm dead." Yeah, I played a lot of those games when I was younger. Sounds like it. Yeah, skitching. I remember on the back, I thought I thought it was real cool getting away with playing this game because on the back it said skitching. It's bitching, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of a bad word. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I do not remember this game. I've never heard of it before. I think you're making it up. No, look it up. Skitching. Okay, I will. Injustice but Two. After and... I watched this Injustice Two trailer, I thought this was gonna be neater, so I included it because I it's think for that, Adam. I feel like not super. Not not Black Adam. No, Atom. At, Atom. I um, felt like... Yeah, wait, that's, this, this was definitely weird because, like, like Ethan just said, they didn't show his super, but that's been, like, the trademark of all the character yeah. trailers for... Like, I thought there were done. interesting concepts. Well, the, for those not an- initiated, the Atom is essentially DC's version of Ant-Man. Uh, he can manipulate his size. Mm. Due to... or, is, or is Ant-Man Marvel's version of... Adam, I don't I, actually know which I order these, games, like, these these comic book heroes. Came I feel out like Ant Man came first, just because Ant Man is technically one of the original Avengers. Like he was an Avenger before Captain America was an Avenger. Oh, really? Wow, um, I didn't know that. So, like, I feel like he might be first, but I, I, I would have to double check on that. But either way, I thought there was like there would be some really cool stuff with the size manipulation. And it definitely was kind of cool to see like literally a character model shrink to a tiny size to do moves and stuff like that. But I don't know, but I bet his hitbox will still be yeah, no, big like, enough I, for you to hit him. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not, yeah, actually, I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't know how like it would work, but it looked, it looked cool still, but also just a little underwhelming. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but the last trailer was not underwhelming. No, in fact, you might say it was overwhelming in in parts. <laughs> Do you not want to take a shot at pronouncing it? Chuchel, 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 um, Amanita Design is the, I think the name oh, of the yes. studio. It's Machinarium, um, Botnicula, Samrost. It's a game called Chucho, and it looks like one of those games. But I really do like how it's got like, its own little tweaks to the the the. It looks almost claymated in some areas. Yeah, like, it looks like 
in a weird hand-drawn, claymated kind of way. It's, it's also, like, I don't know, like, those games definitely seem like they all have, like, a, a, a kind of a, a wacky sense surreal, of humor. And, very like, a surreal, surreal kind like, of thing. abstract, But this yeah. one just seemed almost, like, this one seemed almost zanier. Like, it was very... Yeah, goofy. so like, like every frame was just very, very goofy. Yeah, it. so like Botanicula had this, but it was much more of like the game would be fairly normal, and then you would like hit a thing that would something very weird would happen, and it would just be like no, and then it would just kind of like okay, and then back, and then like reset. Mm-hmm. And this is like, what wacky thing is going to happen on this screen? Yeah, like, I just I love the sense of comedic timing though. There's a part where like there's like this giant bug looking creature that's like got two halves to him uh-huh. and the main character who I'm guessing is Chuchel is that's the name of the character he's maybe a I little, don't know. He's a little, little black, like acorn little, like, looking guy almost. He he looks a little like those dust sprites from Spirited yeah, that's Away. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Um but he's got an acorn top on his head. He's, he's like wearing it as a hat because it comes off of his head at some point. He looks like, like those little black uh, fuzzy guys from uh, Super Mario 2. Oh, yeah, the fuzzies. They're called fuzzies. Uh, is that what they're called? They're called fuzzies, well, yes. Well, there you go. He looks like um, a fuzzy. Anyway, he, he, he this guy has this big guy that, that Chucho is on. He, he knocks off the top of his head. It's filled with water. There's a cherry inside. A little creature grabs the cherry, and Chucho runs away off screen. And like this creature with the water... F- if its body just kind of sits there staring at the camera for like three, four seconds, and then all of a sudden changes color, has a giant smile on his face, and like starts blowing bubbles out of his elephant nose, uh-huh. and there's just like three other creatures just chilling in its hot, yeah, in its hot tub bob- yeah. body, like, <laughs> and there's just like a party music going on all of a sudden. Yeah, and it uh, pretty much just goes forward like that. Like, there's just yeah, just a goofy stuff happening all the time. It seems like. If the character is Chuchel, uh, you are in. You are trying to get this cherry, and it seems like that's uh, most of the crux of the game. It might not even be, but that just might be what they were showing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely a lot of cherry scenes. Well, see, then that was another thing. Like there was a there was a a section where the cherry was up in the tree, and then it was a very laborious pro- like process for Chuchel to get up and get this this cherry. And then it falls out of the tree, and then, like, another little creature comes and picks it up. And then uh, Chuchel straight up just grabs the tree and is, like, swinging it at this <laughs> <Yeah>. creature. <laughs> and it's very, like, the the way the trailer is put together is just fair. Like, it's... It's, it's very hectic yeah, and, very fun. and fun. And also, the character looks very much like, uh... You mentioned like was it Scrat from yeah, Ice Age? Yeah, I mean that that's like I, I I hate that character and I hate those I don't really like those movies very much. But that is a pretty apt and, and a, a comparison to like his like kind of grumpy, kind of angry quest to get this to get this damn cherry that he just wants to eat this damn cherry. Yeah. And, that's, and, and everyone keeps getting in his way. And, tough life. I, I kind of loved it. I kind of loved this trailer. It's, it's pretty yeah, great. It's, it's seems seems like it'll be fun. All right, guys. What wins? I like. I just said I like Chuchul a lot. Yeah, I think that's probably the best trailer. Chuchul. Chuchul. Chuchul it is. Chuchul. Unanimous. Make it so. Make Engage. it so. Number one. Make it so. Um, 
Alright, well that's that's that. That's the trailer trash, and that's the podcast in that case. Thank you all for listening. If you liked it, please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. We've got a Facebook page. We've got a Twitter, Pixel underscore Legends. And our website is PixelLegends with one L dot com. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. That's it. That's everything. And now it's time for us to do the thing that we do at every, the end of every podcast and uh, do our segment, Talk Like a Teen. Wowzers. Guys. Boy, oh boy, it is lit, uh, fam. Have you, heard, have you heard of an obscure artist that I enjoy? Probably it, not. Oh my gosh. Sad face. <laughs> Mega uncool. This podcast is just lame. <laughs> <laughs>